for TV and movie lovers. I'm your lady host, Sonia Stanger, and with me as always are the holliest, jolliest co-hosts in all the land, Sean Dunham and Jeremy Legui. Hi, boys. Hello. Hello. Hi. A, a, a Yahoo Forest to you. A Yahoo Forest <laughs> to you. <laughs> and to you. <laughs> uh-huh. <laughs> yeah. Wow. In recognition of this festive season, we decided to take a trip down Candy Cane Memory Lane and talk about a holiday classic that's been done and redone. Some would say too much. Oh, the I Grinch. Haven't. The Ooh. Grinch. As always, a spoiler alert is in full effect. You just find might nope. <laughs> you just might find out that maybe Christmas, in fact, doesn't come from a store. Maybe Christmas, perhaps, means a little bit more. Wow! Did you make that up, Sonia? That's very nice. <laughs> just on the spot here, hey. <laughs> Famous children's author that I am, I did make that up. Mm-hmm. Uh, nice. And with that in mind, let's get right into it. So. Um, let's just start, let's just, you know, get a sense of where, what everyone's bringing to the festive table. Um, what is your history with the Grinch in all of its iterations? Uh, Sean, would you care to go first? Uh, yeah, for sure. I basically, my entry point and main, uh, main interaction is like the car, the 66 cartoon. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Uh, that's the, that's the one I've seen the most. I've, I honestly, I've seen the the Jim Carrey live action, I think like twice in my life. Mm-hmm. And the other, the other one I watched for the first time this week, the Benedict one. So yeah, the cartoon is where I'm at and it's, mm. it's so good. It's a tight 25 minutes. It tells the yes. story. It's the music is um, fire and mm-hmm. it's just like a really great, that's, that's an ultimate Christmas film. Yeah. I'm inclined uh, to agree. A hundred percent. I can't really remember a time where I didn't know the 1966 Grinch, mm-hmm. like I, I, there must have existed. I don't, I don't recall. Um, but uh, y- you know, it, I think I probably watch it at least once every year. Like Sean said, it's so like, it, like the time frame of it is kind of perfect. Mm-hmm. And every time you watch it, you're like, is it already over? Like, is it really? Like, is that? Um, I remember I was very excited when the 2000s one came out. Um. I I still really think it's an amazing movie. We'll talk about it in detail here. Mm-hmm. Um, and then, of course, being exposed to the new one, which is a bit, dare I say, derivative. Um, but um, Dare you? Dare I? Uh, it's still, it is just sort of a really fun thing. And I wonder if, like, the whole thing is knowing about the redemption, right? Like, he can be as horrible as you want, and maybe in you know in 2025 they'll come out with an R-rated version where he's just killing who's left, right, wow. and center. <laughs> but, but but at the end you know he's going to be redeemed and uh, you know serve his prison sentence with with uh, I don't know, we, we, like willingly or something. I'm not sure. But uh, he does some pretty horrible things and he's very mean. But it's still so enjoyable. I love that have... he's got this who like googly guillotine or whatever like dr (laughs) seuss where they prescribe yeah absolutely yeah the silliest possible like (laughs) (laughs) slippy slaughterhouse (laughs) (laughs) i can just perfectly picture the grinch just being like yahoo doris mother fluffer (laughs) 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 in the style of yippee obviously (laughs) (laughs) christmas movie that that is yeah yeah um, yeah, I think, so we're all kind of in the same boat then, and I, maybe this is also just, like, if you're a Canadian child, it, that the Grinch is on CBC for all of December, I don't know, I don't have cable anymore, but, mm-hmm. um, like, because I just don't know, I don't think I know anyone who grew up here who doesn't, who, who isn't attached to the 66, uh, TV cartoon. Yeah, yeah. it's woven into the fabric of cable television. A hundred percent. Yeah. And then I, in particular, I think, um, just even being like a few years younger than you guys, I think I was like the exact age. Oh, you always two- bring it up. Hey. <laughs> I love to bring it up as I, you know, the older I get, the more I'm like, I really got to cling to whatever vestiges of youth I have. Um, <laughs> but I was like nine when the Jim Carrey version came out. So obviously like the exact stage of brain development for Jim Carrey to be the funniest, basically. Yeah. Um, and so that 
also is like a, a deeply embedded <laughs> Christmas thing in my brain. Um, so yeah, I'm excited to talk about it. So yeah, let's go through and talk about each of them. Yep. Um, have we all, do we all agree that the 1966 one is our favorite then? I, uh, it, I would say on, yeah. You go first. I would say yeah. Yeah. It's, I think it's objectively the best one. Mm-hmm. And I, like, I can understand people liking one, like, the bigger movie more, or I maybe could understand them liking the newer one more. I don't know. But, um, I think, like, well, in, we'll, we'll talk about it, but I think it's objectively the best. Yeah, I agree. I'll, I'll put it that way. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Um, so yeah, so 1966, narrated and starring Boris Karloff, um, produ- co-produced by Chuck Jones of Looney Tunes fame, which I feel like really comes through. I really noticed mm-hmm. that this time, watching ah. it last night. Yeah. Um, it's, okay, here are my thoughts of, like, what makes this version so great. Mm-hmm. It's, it's basically the exact text of the book so it like go although there's some stuff added because it's longer um Mm -hmm. but it really keeps in that vibe of like rhyming and it like kind of feels like a children's book to me the aesthetic of the 1966 version is kind of unparalleled like i feel like it's just note perfect it's it's like colorful Mm -hmm. and wild and silly it looks like a dr seuss book boris karloff is so creepy and scary as the Grinch, but then also so cute and lovable, and it's very confusing. Mm-hmm. I think those are my main thoughts. What about you two? Mm-hmm. Uh, I I think I like this came up in our our sort of talk about Hamilton and the Hamilton release of the play, but I think this is probably one of the best examples of a thing made into another thing, but still saying so true to that original mm-hmm. one. Like, it's literally just, like, a Dr. Seuss book brought to life. Like, that. Yeah. that's, like, they took all the steps, no more, no fewer, to make it work perfectly. And uh, I think there's also, like, the rhythm of the thing mm-hmm. that's almost, like, music video-like that just pulls you through the whole thing. Like, like it... Y- Time stops, and you're just able to spend that 25 minutes soaking this thing in, because any break or pause is, like, so pivotal, so important, so, right? And that's how Dr. Seuss works, right? Mm-hmm. Like, that's, like, like that's how he writes, and, and uh, like, it's just so masterful when I watch it, and I, like, love the animation. There's obviously a huge hit of nostalgia there as well, mm-hmm. but, um, you know, I, I think there's just things like, like, Cindy Lou is portrayed probably the youngest here. Yeah. And I think that also sort of, like, it's so unbelievable for a real person to see the Grinch in costume and say that's Santa Claus. But for a kid of that age, like, that cell is so easy. Anyway, um, yeah, I don't know. It's just like, uh, it's like the, it's like reading the book became a fit, like a tangible thing, mm-hmm. you know? And Cindy just Sean? woke up. She probably thought she was having some sort of fever dream. <laughs> she probably, confused. yeah. Um... Yeah. Yeah, the 66 one, obviously, from the moment I turned it on this week, I was like, this music keeps hitting. Trim Up the Tree is a fully, like, <laughs> I could listen to that on the on the radio right now. A hundred percent. Yeah. Um, I love the animation style because it they just do this full sci-fi uh, world building. Like, they're mm-hmm. just like, you accept that everyone has, like these strange sizes and proportions and shapes, but they all like exist in this community and they all play weird, strange instruments and travel in weird ways. And yeah, it's like, it. I feel like they just do that. They did all that better of all the films I watched this week. Mm-hmm. They mm-hmm. It's just like, you just understand that this is the world and you're along with it. Mm-hmm. Um, I feel like something I noticed a little more is that it was kind of, uh, a harrowing portrayal of uh, animal abuse in a lot of yes. ways. Yes, yeah. <laughs> yeah. I, I was, was like, "Wow, you're well. really slapping Max around here." But you know, those these are some. This, that's for Peta and not for me. So <laughs> it's interesting them. how that's how that's evolved over time. His relationship to Max and like, I noticed there's no more whipping <laughs> in, the, in the new yeah. ones. <laughs> Even in the Jim Carrey one, I was like, "You're." Be pretty rough with uh, this yeah. real dog. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, and it's also so strange, like because you need a sidekick, right? Like, like you can't just have. But why they chose a dog? 
like, it's just such a strange thing, right? Like, it's not some weird Dr. Seuss animal invention. It's just a regular dog with this alien. And, <laughs> like, like it's just so, it's just such a weird choice. But I think maybe it's, like, you know, like, maybe we see him through the dog. Mm. At least somewhat. But I think in the new one they kind of lose that. But we'll we'll get there. Yeah, we'll yeah. Get there. yeah, yeah. I do yeah. think it's it's a it's it's the one kind of through line of like the Grinch's desperation to have connection, which is mm-hmm. something that's really been emphasized. I, I feel like it gets more emphasized as we go on, yeah. um, which is interesting. It's interesting. I can't decide how I feel about this because I kind of like that in the '66 one, there isn't this like direct rationalization of why he is the way he is in the way that the other ones seem to kind of grapple with it's just like he's not a nice dude his heart's too small Mm -hmm. his shoes might be too tight and we see his growth but it's not like explained which i i don't know Mm -hmm. i just kind of think that's interesting that Um, is that is sort of my i feel like i've talked about this with like maleficent where it's like mm. when you have a a mean a crazy scary character that's just inherently evil and then you try to do this big backstory to give them why they're this way. It honestly, it just doesn't really work. Just let them be born, mm-hmm. born mean, and let mm-hmm. them own it. Yeah, yeah. Like, but why the- do we need? Why do we need a full explanation of someone's past trauma to show them humanity and compassion? That's a well, question I, I have. <laughs> yeah. Well, I think, and this may slide us into the Jim Carrey mm-hmm. adaptation here, but I think it. It does come down to like a very pure sort of like, we're going to make this longer. We have to add more. What do we want to learn? And to like alter that very sort of basic redemption arc of the Grinch, right? Like he doesn't like Christmas. He's going to get rid of it. He figures out that it's not about the stuff, right? Like that's the sort of like, Mm -hmm. so that's sort of untouchable, but anything around it, you know, you can, and in, if you don't mind me, thrusting the show please, ahead here, Sonia. Wow. In in the in the uh two thousand Jim Carrey adaptation, um it did kind of all come down to building up all these other who's we had never heard of. Mm-hmm. Which was like it's crazy fun because the cast is nuts. Yes. Um yeah. and like 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 I mean uh who plays the love interest Christine Bransky. Christine Bransky. Yes. Who I could talk about for two hours and on the same. Uh, same. I knew, Sean. I knew. And uh, yeah, like uh, I'm just looking at the list of people now. Jim Carrey. Jeffrey Tambor. Uh, yeah. Uh, Bill Irwin, Molly Shannon, Clint Howard, of course. Anyway, it goes on. Yeah. But um, I feel like, you know, they had to fill it with something. And the whole like orphanage kid scene is really mean. <laughs> Like it's. Is there well, anything yeah. cuter slash sadder than that little baby Grinch? Oh, that baby Grinch is a nightmare. He's, he's really so scary. Cute. He's so cute. Uh, the only thing sadder than that scene is the actual story of Josh Ryan Evans, who played that that young Grinch. Oh, Jeremy, uh, don't do this. What are you going to say? Yeah. Uh, he was he was on Passions. He's a big deal. He is a he's a little person. He had a lot of health issues. He unfortunately died when he was twenty years old. At the time of filming, he was eighteen, and uh, yeah, is so um, that's how he sounded. Like that was like part of his his deal. And I guess he made quite a career on Passions. I never really watched it, but um, uh, yeah. So it was like that was like a incredible performance, right? Like he like you have no idea that that's what that is, but. Um, yeah, it's some sort of heart complication or something is how he died, which is which is sad. But huh. um, e- e- like watching it, like Jim Carrey's performance is wonderful, but his is like it just rips your heart out. It's so sad, and like I think we all can connect with like being made fun of as a kid, and like we know it's as an adult, you know it's stupid and it doesn't really make sense. But like when you're a kid, it it hurts. <laughs> And well, we're social beings. We we have a deep mm-hmm. drive for connection, and honestly, like when that need isn't met, it's it's as devastating for people psychologically as 
other other needs that mm-hmm. they need to have met. Like that, it has significant impacts. It'll mm-hmm. turn you into a maniacal green monster who lives on a mountain. Is what I'm saying. Or it can it's spark true. a lifelong uh, Grinch fetish, like it did for Martha May. <laughs> <laughs> Truly, she Martha had some repressed stuff going on, and she needed to just be honest with herself. I think she really did. Um, I uh, this is just kind of an aside, but the concept mm-hmm. of how the Grinch even began, they mm-hmm. like they're like, oh, his head was screwed on too tight. Like, sorry, was he made by some sort of large like being or machine? <laughs> or then in the in the 2001, he arrived in a stork, but sent by mistake. It's very mm-hmm. like, get your story straight, people. I don't know. I don't know where he's from, what he's doing. I don't think he knows. No one does. Uh, no. No. Um, one thing that I would sorry. like to bring up about the, that's okay, about the 2000 version is how GD rude it is that literally everyone in this movie has a fake nose. Except for the little girl, which it gets made reference to that she hasn't grown into her nose yet. And Christine Baranski. She's the only one who doesn't have a fake thing on her face. Because Can you she's imagine the most that conversation? <laughs> I know, but I don't feel like that's... I don't know. They were just like, yeah, your face is already kind of weird. I guess we'll just leave it. <laughs> You're like, you know what, Christine? Your nose is already turned up. Um, like, I would hey. love to have been part of that conversation on set, is all I'm saying. I'm sure she was fine with it, because... Uh, the prosthetic sounded like an actual living nightmare. Yeah, true. Yeah. Like, yeah. Um, apparently Jim Carrey was just like a rage machine, like mm-hmm. after getting in makeup for eight hours or whatever. And uh, it was, it just sounds like it would have been a very hard set to be on. Uh, they had to get a CIA torture guy for Jim. Do you guys hear this? Oh yes. yeah, I read that. Yeah. They had yeah, to like teach him to how to like endure torture, like yeah. f- give him to sort of the... tricks to to help him get through the makeup process. <laughs> Which do is like at that like... point, <laughs> do we need it? Do... <laughs> yeah, do we feel like that was worth it for the way he well, looks in this film? I mean, he looks incredible. True. And any anything we can do to stay away from the uh uh spoiler spoiler alert slightly alluded to Matthew Morrison version of the Grinch um, is better. And like, like this, like it's, it's kind of a masterpiece, right? Like it is incredible. Um, The stuff that they built to sort of like, they get the proportions wrong and stuff because it's a physical world. Like that's something we just have to deal with. But like the garbage alone in this movie Mm. is awesome. You know, like it's, and it's sort of like, Amps up the sort of techno-ness of the Grinch, which we'll, again we'll yeah. talk about later. I like I um, like the tech of Whoville. I like how they yeah. always are like have weird machines and instruments. Um, and mm-hmm. also, it doesn't um, the the size proportion issues are fine because in Whoville, some people are just like two inches tall and they drive little cars. And yep. it's so no cute. Mm-hmm. I yeah, and I feel like it work, of course. I feel like I have to like say that Jim Carrey literally carries this film he's very very good yeah oh yeah insane like it's it's very the fact that it's still funny to me is just like does that apply to anything else from the year 2000 like Mm -hmm. i don't know that it does um and also i want to just return to christine bransky because Mm, i believe that um it is sort of a, a gay rights moment when she is in her sexy Santa outfit using a Gatling gun to like shoot Christmas lights onto her house. <laughs> it, is, it is a gay rights moment, Sean. You're a hundred percent correct. That was it, an, that was very funny. It I, awoke I something in it. me a little bit. Like it made me feel powerful and I don't even know what yeah, it was a I, revelation. She just I always know knows what kind of movie she's in. Like when she's yes. when she's mm. sleeping in that long like negligee and just like uh, her face she's so funny but i i feel like the whole cast sort of maybe we should call it maybe it should be described as a branskiness to spoiler alert but that sort of attitude of like i i think you put it a good way sean like really understanding what they're doing and like giving it their all like she brings it to everything, but like Jeffrey Tambor, like they all just like are knocking it out of the park here. Mm-hmm. Um, 
Maybe, Molly uh, Shannon is also really good in this. Yeah. Oh my god. Like just so frantically many. stealing light bulbs from everything because she's so <laughs> desperate to have the best lights. <laughs> That's what's so funny is the the comment on consumerism with the Grinch mm. is so hilarious mm-hmm. as it's literally been plucked and stuffed like in different iterations, like four different iterations at this point to make as mo- as much money for corporations as possible. <laughs> yes, it's just, exactly. It's like, this is hilarious yeah. um, to be show- telling us this message. Mm-hmm. Yet, yet, we, you know, we sit and just really enjoy it and watch it and take it in. No problems. Another thing I like about the 2000s one, I do like the sort of more active role that Cindy gets in this one, mm-hmm. and sort of her her quiet and sweet dismay about the consumerism that's overtaking Christmas, and just oh, at yeah. every turn, she's just quietly disappointed in everyone. <laughs> and it's very <laughs> cute and, and sad. I feel like that little girl did a really good job. I mean, she's probably, she's fully 35 years old That's now, Taylor probably, Monson. But... Who's that? She's from, like, Gossip Girl. Um, she's like a, she's like a singer. Anyway, she's oh. she's still around. Yeah. Um, she's good. She's good. There's apparently a a, a a part of the film that was cut of where the dad is like maxed out a bunch of credit cards, <laughs> which oh, I think no! is kind of a lot darker. <laughs> <laughs> like that, a more darker side of consumerism. <laughs> things things get there's a hierarchy in Whoville, you guys. Yeah. Okay, and it's not size based. Let's just put it that way. Uh, how much uh, money is that post office clerk bringing in? You don't not too yeah. much. Uh, it's it's the busiest place in town. It looks like <laughs> this place is crowded. God, everybody's got to send their gifts. Okay, does anyone mm-hmm. else have anything they need to add about this version? Oh, this probably. Um, version? So I just wanted to say that the widow of Doctor Seuss, um, he wasn't a physician, by the by. It was a, <laughs> a state. That's a stage name. Um, but she was she. <laughs> Had she was very involved and she would have full veto power on a lot of things. And there's a lot more oh. of adult jokes that she just kept cutting because she's like, no, Ugh. no mm. adult humor, none of this American pie stuff, she said, mm. is what I quote I read. But the That's something really that she, funny. a part that she missed because she didn't understand it is when all the who's are at that party and they're putting all their keys in this big yes! like, key ball. <laughs> um, and she d- apparently did not understand the concept of swinging. And so that made it into the film. Because I okay, was like, wow, so this funny. is a weird, like, sort of randomly adult reference. Yeah, I literally yeah. was like, did the person making this movie think that that just meant, like, that they weren't drunk driving? Is that? Yeah. Like, no. <laughs> okay. Because <laughs> I've never noticed that before, and it made me laugh a lot. <laughs> But there is, I mean, I would say there's a pretty good deal of sexual tension between Christine Baranski and the Grinch. Like, she, oh, gets, yeah. she gets heated when she sees him. Oh, she... 100%. That, once you get a taste <laughs> of that... <laughs> once you go the green, Grinch? you'll never um, lean. Be, you'll, nev- you'll, you'll never wonder who you'll be with again. <laughs> that doesn't <laughs> no. rhyme at all. <laughs> Does it have to rhyme? I'm just trying to work yeah, out the yeah. things in there. <laughs> okay, well. Um, okay, should we move on to the 2018 one? Just do a quick a quick taste before the break? We can do our best, but I make no promises. Yeah, all right. Well, let's just do a quick intro at least. So this is an animated <laughs> version, just called yes. The Grinch. Came out in 2018, stars... Benedict Cumberbatch, which I have a lot of feelings about, um, and it's by Illumination Studios, so it, it has, I feel like it really looks like it comes from that studio as well. Mm-hmm. Um, okay, let's do a quick a quick overview of how we feel about this film. Uh, this, I will this... just say that this completely passed me by, and when you guys were like, Same. well, and we have to do the Benedict Cumberbatch one, I was like, what do you mean? And then when I looked it up, I thought it was going to be a live action one. I like didn't have any concept of this cartoon. That's so funny. Mm. Uh, I think that this is the same story that we've come to know and love with the addition of several discrete bits that they have added in to try and make explore other things that were not explored in the 2001. And Mm. it worked and didn't work on various levels. Yeah, that's pretty close to my feelings as well. 
Yeah. Would it surprise you guys to know that it is the highest grossing holiday movie of all time? That is literally yes. shocking to me. Yes. I, are you sure? Like, I'm like, well, fair. How? <laughs> it is something I read, but you know what? Now that I say it, it seems crazy. I'm Googling it. <laughs> That's, I've, if it is, like, we all need to get our priorities straight a little bit. Dang, it's The Grinch by a huge margin. Okay. By like, like, like more than 30 million, 30 wow. million dollars to Home That's Alone. And then below that is Dr. Seuss's How the Grinch Stole Christmas. The 2001. I don't know. It must be. Yeah, I think it must be. Oh um, my God, it's flanked. This is crazy. Okay, here's wow. my theory on that. Everyone who grew up watching The Grinch now is old enough to have children. Mm-hmm. And over the holidays, there's nothing to do at a certain point except go to the movies. And so, I don't know. I don't, my theory fell apart really fast, actually, because I was like, that's always true. It, I understand that. Yeah, it could be the case that, like, if, 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 if my child wants more Grinch, I don't know if I can go to the Jim Carrey one. Yeah. That might be too scary. Yeah. Um, but I could, well, we have watched the 2018 one, so... I mean, okay. there it is. Well, we're going to put a pin in that, because it's time now for us to take a quick break, bang on our tong tinglers, blow our flu flounders, crash our jang jinglers, and bounce on boing bounders. We will be right <laughs> back with more Grinch here on Spoiler Alert on 91.3 FM CJTR Regina Community Radio. Tuned into the community. Welcome back to Spoiler Alert. We are going to get back to talking about the Grinch in just a second. But first, um, do you guys know... Like what time it is, or what? Uh, no, I'm conf- It's I game time, of- people. Oh, oh nice. Yeah. Solid. Such a solid job. Uh, for those who don't know, or if you're just tuning in, the game is where I spend literally 10 seconds this week looking for the title related to our topic that these two have not seen. I tell them the title, they tell me what they think it's about, I tell them what it's really about. We all have a great time. Sean and Sonia, are you guys ready to play the game? Yeah. Okay. This week's title is now it's gonna give a bit away, okay? okay? But just keep it keep this in mind. So live within the parameters I'm about to set for you. Halloween is Grinch Night. That title again. <laughs> I love it. Sorry, is Halloween that grammar is correct? Grinch. What is, <laughs> is Grinch not? Night? Like Halloween is Grinch Night. It's That's so what bad. it is, y'all. That's what it is, y'all. Okay. <laughs> That is so ridiculous. <laughs> Halloween is okay. Grinch night. Sean, you want to go Grinch first? Night. Yes, I would love that. <laughs> okay, so I believe that it is about the Grinch, um, who is now like uh, fully en- enveloped by the Who people, the Whovales, Whovians. Uh, he starts wondering about his origin story, and he's like, where did I come from? And so he goes on a journey to Halloween Town, um and realize because uh some Whovians have been there and they're like they're people that look like you and then he sees a whole bunch of you know spooky creature creature people that are very Grinch like and so he goes on a you know he finds his family his tribe cute and wow yeah who, but in the end he the decides Grinch not shine? to he decides not to stay at Halloween Town mm-hmm. and goes back um Robert Pattinson does. Mm. He would be good, I think, actually. Yeah. We'll see how his Batman pans out, but I feel like he can do anything. Mm-hmm. Um, okay, ha- sorry, Halloween is Grinch night? Halloween is Grinch night. <laughs> I like, it feels wrong when you say it. I was like... Ha- I- ha- Halloween is Sonia, I don't know what's so hard to understand. Just think of the concept of Grinch night, okay? <laughs> and then Halloween ha- is that. Ha- Halloween is Grinch night. <laughs> Okay, I think that this is a crossover where Jack Skellington comes to Whoville, and the Grinch, as Sean said, has settled into life with the Who's, now loves Christmas. Oh, my Grinch is played by Tracy Morgan. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> Just because I think it would be funny. Um, yep. Uh, and, and, he, and so Jack Skellington comes, he's teaching them about Halloween, and the Grinch is like, you know, I do, I love the Who's, I love Christmas, but I still feel underappreciated. So he starts a lobby campaign that instead of celebrating Halloween, which everyone's getting really excited about, 
they should actually celebrate Grinch night instead. Mm. And it becomes a whole thing where the Who's are mad at him again, and he's reverting to some of his Grinchy ways, because, you know, we all backslide sometimes. Um, mm-hmm. But, of course, it resolves with singing. Like a sack of toys off of a cliff. <laughs> exactly. Mm. Uh, I am quite thankful that you're both wrong in all ways, shapes, and forms. Um, I am... I'm struggling with what this is. It's available on YouTube. It's also 25 minutes. Mm. Fun fact, if you buy um, How the Grinch Stole Christmas, you get... There's three There's three parts on, like, Google Play. Mm. So you get this, the original, and then there's another uh, crossover with Cat in the Hat. Is it Easter-themed? Uh, I thought you were going to be like, Grinch is Easter yeah. morning. <laughs> um, so this was President's made President's Day. In... <laughs> <laughs> Grinch's Arbor Day. <laughs> oh man, come on, you guys, that's brilliant. <laughs> uh, so this was made in October of 1977. Oh. Um, I I give a little recap about what things are about. I frankly don't fully understand what this is about, having watched much of it. Oh no. So I think so. I, I think the 70s were a lost decade. I like, think we should just <laughs> scrape the plate of anything that happened within those years. So what I'm what I'm gonna do is there is a plot summary on Wikipedia. Mm -hmm. It's in three paragraphs. I'm going to read the first paragraph. You're going to hear some things that you're not accustomed to hearing. (laughs) We've already uh, heard the title. And it's going to... And we're just... I'm going to have to drop it like it's hot, okay? Mm -hmm. So I'm just going to read this, and here we go. In Whoville, each Halloween, a sour sweet wind blows, and a chain of events causes the Cree crumbs and hacking cracks... To arouse the Grinch into descending into Whoville in his paraphernalia wagon and wreaking havoc in the town on a night called Grinch Night. All of Whoville dreads the smell of the wind as an omen, and everyone retreats to their homes as the whole village goes into lockdown. Lockdown. Sweet and sour wind. Triggering. Sour sweet wind. I ordered sweet and sour wind with my chicken fingers, and I didn't. <laughs> I get sweet and sour wind every time I order from the place. Uh, anyway, yeah, there's a, yeah, there, it's uh it's pretty weird. Mm. It's very weird. What is a paraphernalia and wagon? Yeah. It does. It is. Um, That's uh, what I call it's... my car. I need to clean it. <laughs> uh, Hope you don't get pulled over, Sean. <laughs> um, the Grinch obviously had to be recast. Mm. Um. And so it's it's it it really doesn't have a lot of the same tone and structure while it does look very similar. Um, it, as I said, it's available on YouTube. So if you're really into the Grinch and want to go to some weird places, I would say not for kids. Check out Halloween is Grinch night. Um, I'm but, I- I'm very much going to watch this. Yeah, yeah, it's weird. It's super weird. Yeah, it's very strange. Uh, thank you guys for playing the game. Thank you. Yeah, thank you. Yeah, I'm sorry. I'm sorry that there's no resolution. Uh, that there usually would be. Uh, no, in but fact, it made are. things more complicated. And upsetting. Okay, before we get back into talking about 2018's The Grinch, I do just want to share <laughs> a fun tidbit that I found this morning when I was doing a bit of research, which is that I was looking at the Wikipedia page for Grinch, just as in mm-hmm. the, the character, and then at the top there was a little thing that said, there is debate underway about whether this page should be changed to The Grinch. Please, stay, mm. like, basically stay tuned to please, see. And please I was like, weigh in. Mm-hmm. I was like, oh, God, who's out here? Like, it should be The Grinch. Like, just really mad about it. I thought that was funny, but. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, is it, a, is it a name or is it a title? Yeah. I don't know. Yeah. Well, yeah. true, yeah. Because they call him Mr. Grinch yeah. when he's respected. So... It's a confu- yeah. it's confusing. Honestly, his whole deal mm-hmm. is pretty confusing. It's true, yeah. Um, okay, so Benedict Cumberbatch. Mm-hmm. Why why does anyone ever tell him to do an American accent and why does ever anyone ever think it will sound good? Cuz it doesn't. Well, everyone else is American. We can't have a British Grinch popping in here. Brinch. But then but he, mm-hmm. but it, it's there's a certain thing, and like I feel like Liam Neeson is a bit like this. Like there are certain European actors that you get them to do an American accent, and it kind of just it. I don't know if I can do it, but it's like I don't know if I can do that. Like it's just a little bit yeah. stilted. The R's are Almost, wrong. It's very weird. 
Well, in the in the in the the case of Benedict, I've always felt that it's incredibly nasally, mm. even when he was in Star Trek, and like trying to do something very different and deep. Like, there's always that bit of nose in there that's yeah. sort of holding the accent back, and um, it he did a good job in the sense that like I didn't when I watch it, I don't immediately recognize that it's him, mm. and I think a lot of people don't. But I don't know if that's the voice that that thing should have. <laughs> yeah, when when I think of, you know, uh, when I think of someone that is, like, very silly or evil, it's just, I, I was like, why Benedict? Mm-hmm. No offense, but... Yeah, no, like, it was I just guess, a... Like, why is he Smaug, too? I just don't... <laughs> I know, was just about to say, I think he was a perfect Smaug. Yeah, and makes no I sense as the Grinch. I I feel like, and I feel like this is sort of the the definition of the 2018 movie. I feel like it was a change for the sake of change, mm-hmm. and they wanted a star, and they wanted someone who was popular, and they wanted you know like and they're like, like how can we update the music? Uh, yeah, let's, let's get Pharrell up in here. <sighs> yeah, and or like you know, Tyler the Creator. How mm-hmm. do you guys and feel get... about Pharrell as the narrator? I was. It was like fine, but yeah. like why Pharrell? Yeah, he did like he did a fine job. It didn't take away certainly, but I mean, like so as I alluded to before the break, there is a scene where the Grinch goes to find a reindeer, mm-hmm. and you know, like oh, that's a problem that had been addressed otherwise, but he climbs up this super cold mountain and he finds hundreds of ra- reindeer, and then isn't what, it's a goat. what is it? A goat like, that keeps appearing screams because that's its that's its joke and then all the reindeer run away and he's left with a fat one like yeah, that's that's just uh, so they know. could make just so they could fat shame someone they added a reindeer <laughs> maybe but also like like at that point like he's almost a different character because mm-hmm. i get that he's go like you know like when he's at one point he sends max through whoville as a drone to gather intel yeah. right? right and and in that scene he really cares about that dog. Yeah. Right. Like, 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 you know, like it just doesn't. And the dog's kind of like more of a servant in this one. And yeah, I don't, I don't know. It, it just like, I felt like they just changed everything enough to have a new one, but didn't take any sort of bold changes. I don't know. What do you guys think? Yeah, I would agree with that. This one, like, takes even another step further in the sort of trauma origin story, where he's just straight up an orphan and no one loves him. So it's not even Mm -hmm. like he got bullied at school. It's like, no one loved him, and he was so alone, and that's why he hated Christmas. Did that make me cry a little bit? Yes, it did. I didn't see that coming, but it did. Mm. Um, I didn't see that coming. (laughs) I didn't see it coming. I was like, this is stupid, and then I was crying, like, three seconds later. Um, Yeah, I just, I don't know. He, it, like... Yeah, the characterization feels very different. I kind of get what he was trying to do with the voice. I honestly think he was going for a bit of a Jim Carrey thing with the like Max. Yeah. Um, yeah. But it it didn't it didn't really do it for me. Also, I wasn't crazy about how the animation looked. I don't know exactly why. No. I like what they did with the Who's. I feel like they tried to they did they definitely tried to make it look a bit Doctor Seussy, but in a mm-hmm. very new digital animation kind of way that I wasn't fond of. What did you guys think of that? Yeah, I agree. I also, they tried to give Cindy more agency, I guess. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, more of a storyline. Um, and she was fine. She was a scrappy little, little gal. Um, with a single mom, Rashida Jones. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I don't know. It just was like... I can't explain why I felt so just like blah about it. I, I think it's the, and this again, this is a conversation we had in Hamilton. Uh, so to refer to our previous show, as I am fond of doing, uh, <laughs> I think it's the difference between like making something your own and then just trying to remake a thing. Mm-hmm. Cause I feel like the Ron Howard version is about like, a new interpretation with like, like Jim Carrey is bringing his Jim Carrey-ness yeah. to it, right? Like it's not the same thing. It has the same underpinning, but it's just not the exact repeat. Whereas this one is much more of a, let's remake the Grinch. 
and you know, let's let's have a lot more physical comedy and a lot more, you know, things that are sort of of that nature that don't necessarily hurt that story, but don't necessarily reinforce anything. Mm-hmm. And then I think that there's always the shadow of the previous two over it. So, like, you know, it's the whole, like, James Bond thing. Like, we know. You don't have to do this orphanage scene. Like, we we know. Mm-hmm. We already know. Or, or Batman. or Like, you know, we've seen, like, the origin story so many times. So, at some point, like, you, I think you just have to be okay with, like, not spending time on things that actually don't really matter. Yeah. You know? There was also some weird, um, like, almost whitewashing with, like, both Rashida Jones and Keenan Thompson um, doing voices, and then the Whos were like, well, Keenan Thompson was ambiguous, I'll say. Like, he maybe was yeah. more brown than the other Whos a little. But Rashida Johnson... Rashida Jones... Was a straight-up white... <laughs> That's not a person. Rashida, yeah, Jones yeah. was, like, a white blonde lady. And I was just like, I don't know. It's it's fine, I guess, maybe. But I was just like, they're... Mm-hmm. they're and they're an imaginary race of people. Like, we could make them however we want. <laughs> they don't yeah. have to all be white. Um, I did like that this one wasn't a full musical, I will say. Because I didn't need that from it. Because mm-hmm. there are a couple songs yeah. in the 2000 version that I'm like, I didn't need that, actually. Oh, yeah? Well, specifically, Where Are You Christmas? I don't know. That one mm. isn't my favorite. It's long. It's long. It's long. What? Mariah Carey wrote it. You, <laughs> did she? Did no to that? She did. Uh oh, sorry, Mimi. <laughs> I apologize. The lambs to the queen. are coming for us. <laughs> I apologize to the queen. Um, I will say that nobody ever tackles the health ramifications of a heart tripling in size. That's <laughs> true. I like. I do like that they made it seem painful in this one. Like he yeah. like heals over and is screaming because he's. Cause like, he's ah. <laughs> that would probably feel really weird. Yeah. Uh, there's, there's people, like, there's a big thing on Wikipedia about classifying the Grinch. Mm. Did you read this? Mm. And they were, like, saying, like, oh, he's, like, a pear-shaped cat-like thing, but somebody, uh, inserted, somebody inserted in a, a, a very specific point about him having a python circulatory system. Because pythons are the only animal that can size up their heart in that way. Oh, and he does slither. He slunk yes, around so, the tree. Yeah. So, um, you know, maybe, wow. maybe, me- maybe medicine is yet to take its full crack at the Grinch, but it's getting ready. Well, you gotta I wait. You can't do things. a like. <laughs> yeah, you can't. You can't do a full on like biopsy while he's still alive. You know. Mm-hmm. So, gotta wait. We'll see what happens. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Um. Any last thoughts on the 2018 Grinch before we move on to a quick discussion of the most cursed thing to happen this year? Oh uh, no. I think it's I think it's a good entry point for kids. Like it's a good middle ground. Mm-hmm. Always show always show all individuals who have not seen the Grinch the real one first, the nineteen ninety six ver nineteen sixty six version. And then if you need to shotgun the order for age reasons, this will fill in the gap. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I, it is very much more a kid's movie, I would say. Yeah. Okay, so this year the people of the world have had a hard time. I don't know if you guys heard this. It's yeah. Um, yeah. unprecedented times. And so I, I don't know who exactly, but someone was like, people need a boost of holiday cheer and I know just what to do. Let's do a version of Dr. Seuss's The Grinch Musical, which is a thing and has been a thing. Let's do a live version with Matthew Morrison, who plays the creepy teacher from Glee. And let's horrify everyone. And what happened? It's horrifying. Mm-hmm. So none, we were not able to watch this because it's through Hulu. It's it's an American thing. We couldn't get our eyes on it. But we saw some clips. I tried. Ooh. I tried. I honestly would have watched. Yeah. we. I think I would have too, just to know. Because we all watched some clips of it. And it's horrifying. Can I please uh, get yeah. your impressions, you two? Okay. Well, here's what I will say is that... Mm. Those banging songs that I was talking about from the 66 one are not in this musical. Yeah. Um, except for your mean one, Mr. Grinch. Uh-huh. That one is there. Um, <clears throat> but it is sang by, I was trying to figure out even the plot of it because it's so hard to figure out from the clips. But there's an old Max and a young Max 
and they exist mm-hmm. in the same world and yeah. sing songs together. Young Max is played by um, a, someone with the best name named Boo Boo Stewart. <laughs> yes. Um, and I feel like I need to do more research on this person. Same. Um, and Dennis O'Hare plays old Max. Um, but I, I just, I couldn't really get a, I couldn't understand why, how they're together or what's going on. The magic of time travel or separate universes. It's unclear. Yeah, there are only six characters. All I looked at was IMDb, and there are only six characters listed, and two of them are Max. So that's confusing. Mm -hmm. Uh, Jer, any thoughts? Uh, Okay, I have two things to say. Uh, So first and foremost, um, this is not about this musical, but it is about the presentation of a musical via a televised manner or a film manner. Mm -hmm. Uh, There is a thing in theater where when I am sitting there my brain will just fill in a lot of stuff. There can be things missing, sets can be flat or painted, like all these things. Um, And then it's another big thing in theater where if you're not the one talking, you keep acting because someone can look at you, right? Like like Mm -hmm. that's the... Anyway, um, this does not translate well to a camera experience. And it's like, this this is rude for me to say. But, like, watching Who's sing around a cardboard Christmas tree is really lame. Yeah. (laughs) And they have the best makeup on the planet. Like, the Who faces in the musical look so good. And, like, I can literally see the width and cut of the corrugated board (laughs) that the tree is printed on. And, like, I get, I understand that it's the presentation of a musical. I get, like, I fully get it. But, I mean, it's just, if you're gonna do it, do that step, like do yeah. that extra bit of step. Um, the other thing that I have to say, and this is most definitely about this musical, is I get that for musicals to exist, you have to like reframe the range of every character in order to make them singable, talkable, all these different things. The footage of that those gentlemen playing that dog, I would have been furious if I went to see this. <laughs> Like, I would, I just can't, I just, that's too far. Mm-hmm. That's just too much for me. Mm-hmm. That's a personal thing. That's, that's You heard it here but, first. Uh, Jeremy wishes a real dog was being used <laughs> and abused on stage. Uh, or, 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 honestly, a stuffed dog would have been just fine. On a <laughs> stick, a puppet. All these different a dog on a stick. things. Oh my god. It's a oh dog my on god, a stick. Um, it just, it breaks it so hard for me. Like, it just, it just doesn't, it just breaks it. It's too far. Well, and I mean, I think we can all agree that Matthew Morrison put in a beautiful performance, no complaints, nothing creepy or weird, and I felt great about it. Right? Yeah, no, I didn't I didn't feel that way at all. I was just I trying to I thought it was like I uh, this might be me in the minority, but uh-huh. I was like from what I've seen, I was like this seems whatever fine. These choices don't seem that crazy to me. Like when everyone's like it's extremely like sexual, and I was like I don't get that. He's just like being kind of whack a wackadoo. Yeah, it kind of honestly to me, I was like, it seems like he's trying to be like Jim Carrey and Neil Patrick Harris, and then the Grinch. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I felt like he was doing a bit of a a Jim drag. Yeah, mm-hmm. you know, with a touch gotta... of NPH. Mm-hmm. But, but but yeah, his NPH it's, it's level. A, <laughs> it's a part of it now, right? Like mm-hmm. the 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 2018 version would not have been as technical. If the if the Jim Carrey one wasn't halfway there, mm. right? Like like every time they do this, they like add more to the because now the Grinch is like a a guy who can probably build anything in any amount of time, and I don't know that I felt that way when I was a kid. Yeah, I think no. I agree. Yeah, I didn't think okay. that he would could even construct a costume that well because yeah, you can't just cut out one side of a shirt and yeah, call you, it a shirt. Yeah, you need seams, bro. That's, That's not, not how work. construction works. No, yeah, 100%. Well, with that, okay, any any last second thoughts about that? No, we should probably stop talking. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> well, let's move into a quick a quick little what you're watching, where we talk about the things we've been watching. Uh, so, boys, what you been watching? I can just go really quick. Mine, yep. I rewatched Romeo and Juliet from 1996, <gasps> because oh. I've been chasing the dragon of this song <laughs> that uh, Quentin Tarver does. Uh, in the choir and I was like oh my god that song I forgot about that song it's so good it's on the soundtrack the soundtrack is incredible and so then I w- went in a deep dive and then I was like let me watch this again 
And it holds up very, very well. It's yeah. very bloody, stylish, insane, very campy. Um, and yeah, the visuals and soundtrack so fun. And I was like, you know what, Boslerman, you've done it. You, 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 done, kept, you, it, done, you it. kept it good. People like to give Boz a hard time, but he can do it. You he can't say stuff. that he doesn't make choices. Yes, <laughs> true. Mm-hmm. Uh, for the the 80th and probably final time, uh, well, at least for this year, uh, I have I and many a nerd have finished The Mandalorian on uh, Disney Plus. It is probably the best TV show on right now. Uh, the end is pretty crazy. And I don't want to spoil it because I know that you guys haven't necessarily seen it. It's only been out for like a few days. Um, but uh, it's essentially like this, like this is as close as we're going to get to like a very prominent person just making fan fiction for everybody in a very public way. Mm. And um, if if you're like a kid who like always dreamed about like Star Wars stuff and like seeing people you love and more Star Warsy things. Uh, watch this show because that is exactly what they're delivering, a hundred percent, and it's very good. I feel like it would be pretty weird if you were that person and weren't already watching the show. Like, what are you doing if you're that uh, person? Maybe I don't know. Listen but, to Jeremy. Uh, watch the show. <laughs> maybe maybe Disney Plus is too expensive. I maybe. don't know, but uh, get a know, friend with a password. It. You know, source source it. That's all I'm saying. Source it. I just needed a little mindless holiday comfort this week, so I went to. Just a classic in the tradition of Christmas movies, The Holiday. Um, I think I've probably talked about this on the show before. Uh, it's a Nancy Myers classic. It's it's so Myersy. It's so white. It's so divorced from reality, but it's so fun and and lighthearted and at times ridiculous. One thing that really stuck out to me this time around was the line where Jude Law says to Cameron Diaz. But I'm a book editor from London, and you're a high-powered film executive from L.A. How could it possibly work? And I was just like, <laughs> how is that a real line in your movie, Nancy Myers? Yeah. Like, come what, on. Uh, what, and when did that come out? I think, like, 2003 is? is my guess. Okay. So that's, because, like, now, like, like that sentence doesn't even make sense. It's like, you're a book editor. Why do you? Why do you even have an office? Yeah. <laughs> You've got an iPad. That's your, there's your, there's yeah. your office. Be wherever they want. Like, come on, man. Yeah. Um, also, Jack Black is so awkward in that movie, and I don't know if it's how they wrote him or what it is exactly, but his charm really doesn't come through, I feel. Oh, interesting. Yeah, that's a big take, because everyone else says he's very charming in it. <laughs> I know. Mm-hmm. Well, he is charming, but it's just like, I don't know. There's Anyway, it truly couldn't matter less. Uh, all right. Mm. That is all the time we have for this week. Um, I'd like to give a, a shout out to Saskatoon's The Garys for the use of our theme song, Manituna, my co-hosts, Sean and Jeremy, everyone at CJTR, and to you, our beloved listeners, for lending us your ears. The show is broadcast Wednesdays at 6 p.m., rebroadcast Thursdays at noon, and is available as a podcast on CJTR's website and anywhere else you get your podcasts. Stay safe and happy holidays from all of us to you. Bye. Bye. Bye.